0: This episode of Achieving Rally the podcast has been brought to you by horrorpack.com Do you like movies? Do you like mystery boxes? Now for the biggest question. Do you like horror movies? Yes. Yes, I believe you do. Horrorpack.com has your fix for both. Sign up And every month you'll get four movies on either DVD or Blu-ray. Unless you sign up for both. Well now, how much is this fantasy of horror? The DVDs are $19.99 a month. The Blu-rays are $24.99 a month. Pretty much a deal right there. Oh, and tell them Larry Greenstein sent you From Achieving Reality, the podcast. Horrorpack.com. It's what everyone is dying for.
1: (laughs) Hi, we're coming at you from the future.
2: Time for another Achieving Reality The Podcast. Yes, that's right. It's me, Larry, again, and I'm back. Back to torment you and make you all miserable. So, this week, Chris and I talk to Albert. Yes, that's right. Our friend of the podcast, Albert Roberts. Artist, actor, producer, cameraman, you name it, he does it. You talk to him uh unfortunately we talked to him over the phone so the sound quality is not up to our car and we try that new sangria that everybody's been talking about it's 13.9 percent and it will fuck you up so sit back relax grab a bottle of the sangria and we'll see you at the end bye there. don't
1: you kind of
2: camp every night I do, but I, I, I at least last night I didn't have a whole
1: pile of just rubble all around me. It didn't look like some uh, photo shoot for a Who album cover or oh. something. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Those are the best yeah. times.
1: Not when you're there every single day. Uh, it's a little, it just gets mm-hmm. old, yeah.
3: We could take a couple bands out to the recon and do photo shoots.
1: Do it, come on. Do it. There's no down by the river. I have the van part covered. There's just no river.
3: Doops. Out in the garden. Say hey to Marissa.
4: uh, Hi, Albert. How are you? uh, How was the cruise?
0: Very good. I've never been
1: on one. I'm kind of freaked out about it. Were there any freaky moments?
2: No, it was all really chill and relaxing and uh, food and pools (laughs) and booze and...
1: Yeah, probably karaoke, too, sounds like.
2: Yeah, well, they had some, but uh, we weren't part of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love. I, if there's booze, then karaoke is like the the. It's the compulsory follow-on.
2: Yeah, they have a whole bar dedicated to uh, karaoke. Uh, there. Yeah! Wow!
1: Wow! Well, I'm glad you had fun. I uh, I one day I'll have to go do something crazy like
2: that. Oh yeah! It's it's yeah. it's definitely worth a little craziness
1: i think some of those you can drive your vehicle on it and then go they go to islands and you can drive around and stuff i think i'm not sure it's like well, almost a ferry well not
2: on what we were on but not
1: the, on a cruise i saw that that thing was palatial it was like uh it was just incredible man yeah real
2: yeah sixty-four 6, hundred people on it good lord that's not including staff wow yeah
4: but she didn't really feel—at least for me—I didn't really feel like there was that many people on this on the ship and everything, because I think it was because there was so much to do.
1: I never yeah, fought, Larry.
4: You know. So. But
1: yet your rooms are quiet. There's, it's not like all crazy around the room
2: areas. Oh no, it's dead quiet, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a hot, a hotel. You hear people running up and down the halls, but other than that, right? It, it's pretty quiet. Nice. It was nice. Yeah, never done. It.
4: Yeah, never done it. If you ever get a chance to do it once. I think you'll... you'll... I, I
1: could, I really should. I, I should. I probably would end up loving it.
4: But other
1: than that, you're doing okay? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Super excited to come down and uh, watch this thing. I'm, I'm really thrilled. Cool. It's going to be nice. Cool. Yeah. Then the art. Art's just... Uh, like that's been part of my challenge for the attire for today, finding something that doesn't have paint all over it. I'm just like this slinging art. It's crazy. It's so cool. Having fun. Liking that more than the junk, really.
3: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, we put that painting of yours in the uh, in the store, in the kennel. In the what? In the kennel, so that people who come in to drop their dogs off and stuff.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. nice! The uh, Which one? The, oh, yours! Yes. Love it! Love it, man. Yeah, just one guy, he has six dogs. I, I just did six dogs of his. Unreal.
4: Well, Albert, I had a, somebody come over a couple weeks ago to cut my hair at the house, and uh, her name is uh, Harry. And uh, Okay. And both, she and her husband both are, um, you know, retired military. And let me tell you, she loved that picture of Larry Cthulhu. She's like, I think yeah. I need to like get a hold of him if it's all right and maybe do something for my husband. So, if you do get something, I'm just giving you kind of a heads up. That's awesome. Yeah, well, Thank but, you so much. But, but
1: yeah, she was just like- Is, is, this is like still crazy. at uh, Ironmonger? Clint's still alive and well at Ironmonger. Yes? Uh,
2: the picture? Yeah.
1: Yes. That one is, that's, man, that's among my favorites. I, Truly among my favorites.
2: I was I was joking around with uh, one of the bartenders there. I was like, I need to call you and have you come in and just pick it up and leave. And not say, say anything. And then when Dave comes in and looks, hey, where, where, where did the point go? So uh, uh, Albert wanted it back.
1: No, no, I, Albert. That's yours, bro. That's that's Larry's. That's not Albert's. Just take good care of him, man. That piece. And then this Lilu I just did. That she is fun. That's a fun piece. I bet. I really like that one, so. Yeah, some of them I kind of get a little clingy with.
3: Um, Might take an extra
1: day or two before I finally mail it.
3: <laughs> mail it? How much is
1: postage on that? Pretty high. Usually it's between 15, 20 to get it safe. Yeah, but people pay it. I mean, I charge them extra for postage and they pay it. Some people have like a UPS account. UPS is definitely the way to go. Yeah, my sister orders paintings when she does, uh, she's a real estate agent, so when she closes on the house, I paint a picture of the house for the buyer for closing day. And, uh, but she just has like a UPS. I just take them down and give her them the number. So I I don't even know how, how that works.
4: Well, so. Al, Albert, I, I hate to run, but I, I'm actually going to go pick up my mom. We're going to go, go to lunch, actually, with some friends of ours. Yummy, you.
1: Love you me. lots. I will see you. Thanks again for uh, uh, just all, all the uh, support that you guys provide. And uh, I'm assuming today we're going to chat about Indie Man, is that right? Yeah, whatever yeah. else yeah.
2: You have or to, whatever else yeah. you want to talk about.
1: Ah, just whatever, whatever. Just loving hard and uh, uh, taking care of people. That's, that's really the main thing. Yeah. But I love you, Marissa. Have a wonderful right, day. Well, Give me,
4: yeah, me. Take yeah, care. for me. All right. Yep. All right, see ya.
1: Alright, yeah. Bye. We'll Bye. see ya. Bye. 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 Right. Bye. Is
4: the creepy head here? Is that creepy head here?
1: It is. Yeah, always. Awesome. awesome.
2: Wait, you mean me or the other one?
1: <laughs> You're not creepy. Y'all don't creepy out. That thing on your table creeps me out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so it's okay. He's he's in his normal place.
1: Yeah, I forgot his name. He has a name, doesn't he? The listener. The listener. That's right. That's right. Okay. That reminds me of uh, was it was it Phil Donahue? Are you there, listener? Go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Was that Phil Donahue? Yeah. I are you there, caller? Go ahead. you are you, yeah. are you there, caller? Yeah. go ahead. There, go ahead. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That was Larry King. Are you there, caller, go, go ahead.
1: Ceiling. What a great concept. That was a cool show, man. I used to love that show. And Real People was awesome. I loved Real People. Oh wow yeah taking it back and that's incredible
2: oh I love that's incredible
1: that's good stuff Oh, Frank Tarkenton's day job Yeah. yep yep Sarah Purcell yeah man she's on real people yep I hope my bus gets there watch today be the one day that the bus says no no we're not doing this that would suck
3: well that would suck (laughs) make sure you get most of the way down here so I can come get you
1: yeah I'll be like Linda yeah can you bring a few more lug wrenches Linda saved my hide months ago bless her sweetheart that was so awesome
2: all right, so you want to say a few words
3: before we get started,
2: Larry? So, uh, hey, everybody. I'm back from my cruise. I have Chris sitting across the desk from me. Uh, and, for a minute. Uh, for a minute. And on the phone, we've got our our great friend and friend of the uh, podcast, Albert Roberts, painter, Hi. actor, yeah. junk salesman. Our second favorite Batman. Our second favorite Batman. <laughs> short bus driver yes you name it he he pretty much does it
1: and i'm caller not to be confused with listener are you there caller go ahead yes he
2: would be he'd be caller so how, how you doing albert
1: guys i love you so much i i'm i'm so good life is wonderful and uh Uh, Thank you for having me again. Today's a a huge day because, as you mentioned, I'm not an actor, but I play one in TV. Um, We got Indie Man. The Indie Man movie is coming out today. It premieres in Atlanta, and uh, that's huge, and I'm just so excited about it. It's an epic project. Full feature. Hour and 20 minutes plus, I think.
3: Oh, all right. It's, It's being delivered as a web series, though, isn't it?
1: It is, uh, I think this is a one-time, it's going to be the premiere, and then it comes out as a web series, which is set to continue, actually. But I, again, I, that's Johnny Blaze, Blaze Productions, and he's got big, big, big plans. He, he's, I, I, you know, it's just amazing to be even aligned with the guy. When I bring him up, everybody knows who Johnny Blaze is, and such an honor, such a good guy, too.
2: The only Johnny Blaze I actually know is a Rider.
1: Yes, uh, and uh, he does not have an E in it, B-L-A-Y-Z, and it's Blaze Productions, B-L-A-Y-Z, but uh, he's a hard hitter, and he travels a lot. He does a lot of documentary work on top of the stuff that he does, the, the fictional works. Uh, I was also, my, one of my favorite movies that I've been in so far, I haven't seen The Indy Man yet, is also a Johnny Blaze movie, and that's called Have You Seen Her? And I play like a private eye kind of, uh, it's, it's a really neat little short film that Johnny did. And he uses all kinds of different styles for his cinematography. So he he uses drone and he'll integrate, you know, far off shots of your characters with the voiceover. So it's as if you're, it's almost voyeuristic and it walks you into the situation kind Mm -hmm. of in some ways. He
3: did that on that last, uh, that last teaser that he put out.
1: Absolutely yeah you'll see a lot of that today you're going to see a lot of that when it comes out today this is a one-time shot to see the indie man uh at the premiere because i don't think his intent is immediately to put it out uh, after today i think this is just uh boxy's brain to get his initial friends and family feedback and then uh he, i'm certain it's going to go to festival circuit along with the uh going into the series evolution yeah
3: is there any word on uh, where it's going to be available once he does release it?
1: I think the best thing to do is stay in touch, uh, stay in track with his uh, Facebook page, and you just type in The Indie Man Web Series, N-D-I-N-D-I-E, and follow it. And It's got uh, the trailer that's out. There's several teasers, there's some bloopers, but the trailer in particular is like what, when you're done, you, you're breathless. And it's as if you just watched a movie in and of itself, and you have to watch that. I think it's pinned or somewhere on that the Indie Man web series
3: on a,
0: Facebook,
1: on the Book of Face, on the Book of Face.
3: And give us yep. a quick overview of what the project's about.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I'll tell you. I'm kind of a, I, I don't have an agent. I make agents cringe, uh, but I'm just so fortunate to get these incredible, unique opportunities. Most of what I've done, I'm asked to just I'm hand, I'm kind of handpicked, and they just come to me because I have a unique look or whatever I'm easy to work with, I like to think. And so uh, in this particular project, the indie man is so big that I felt I didn't, I never told Johnny this, and this is kind of the first time this is coming out. I'm not, you know, this is a, the confessions of a beard, but uh, I did not read the entire script because I knew how epic this was. This, the, the movie itself, what we've done already, I think has, I mean, the, the, it's on IMDb. You can look up the Indie Man on IMDb, but it's got so many people in it. So, so the story just, it happens in multiple places simultaneously, and so I did not read the whole thing. I know my parts, but here's what I'm gonna tell you that I do know about it. I play Benji, and I play opposite uh, Dr. Kelvin Hamner, who's in real life a, a physician and an amazing actor. And so we are uh, former kind of washed up filmmakers who have turned to, I've become a professor in school teaching film to students, to young students. And long story short, uh, one of my students, I I assigned to them to write some scripts to be graded. But I'm kind of sort of lazy too. So I go to Kelvin and I'm like, hey, in the story, he's Jack Wood. I'm Benji, Jack and Benji. So I go to Jack. I'm like, hey, bro, you know, can I pay a couple hundred dollars to grade these? I need some time off. Well, during that period, Jack finds a script that he falls in love with and it reignites his passion for making movies. So his history is also very rich in the film. And so his past involves mafia money, investments, casting couches, uh, the whole lot of it. And it's ultimately a dark comedy. It's hilarious. There are some adult situations. It's not over the top with, with cursing, But I have to say that from my own experience and from what I've seen that uh, Blaze Productions has released, the chemistry between Jack and Benji, it it literally, it was more important when he said action than Kelvin and Albert. We literally, like when it was cut, we both came back from it for a second there. We both were like, wow, that was crazy. It just we real I I connected to him in, in a way that I haven't to any other on any other set. That was really an amazing thing. Because I always you know, it, it's our relationship in this in the movie is also comedic and funny because I know what to expect from Jack. And it's never the right thing. And I'm trying so hard but, you know, I also am failing in a relationship and a lot of that is gonna come to play, as you'll see in the film. Many good friends are in this. uh, Patrick Cuba, Herman Goody. I I connected to so much talent on this. uh, uh, Ernesto Jam flew in, I think, from Miami for it. Uh, so many so many people and they're all filmmakers and producers themselves so and then since the indie band again you know we have the clicks, kind of like the um, the architects you know the pop culture architects we have these little clicks that so when something comes up we call on one another and even since we wrapped on indie band i'm i have already wrapped with some projects with patrick cuba and with herman goody and you know a couple other people or we've got some things in the works so just such an honor and if you keep it legit and real the stuff just pours out You know, it just does. And today I wanna just uh, check it out. I'm really excited to see what we did. All of us, one team. I hope that explains it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it works for me.
1: It's very rich and you'll get a better feel if you just scroll through the Facebook page and watch some of that because it's just, just hilarious and beautiful. And beautiful people in this too. And there's gonna be some beautiful people at this premiere, tell you that right now. And one other thing I'd also like to caveat, uh, if I may, um, I'm a veteran. I was in the Army and Air Force before that. And I got the uh, unique opportunity to serve with now recently retired Lieutenant Colonel JD Colley. And the guy is just such a quiet warrior and hero. And he does so many things for so many people and never says a thing about it. And that's just how he is. And so. He will be seen in the Indy Man. He was also in my favorite film. He's played opposite me in Have You Seen Her? Uh, and that's also I think you can just go to YouTube and type in Have You Seen Her, Johnny Blaze, and that that's there. But he's incredible. So now he's gotten into acting, uh, even while he was serving our country in uniform. At, you know, and so just so much respect for JD and I just. That's kind of brave to come out of the army and just go straight into this film thing. And a lot of, I think, soldiers and military folks are on the fence, they wish they could do it, but it doesn't seem like it actually happens. But the more of this stuff you do, the more you realize this is just like any other thing. It's just what you make it. It's not that huge of a, of a thing, because a t- if you get a team, that's what happens. The team finishes the mission. So it's not really that huge of a thing at the end of the day.
3: He's also a random clown in Hell's Circus, isn't
1: he? He was amazing in Hell's Circus. We shot it on his property. I peed on his pecan tree, and his wife got mad at me, and they're probably bad pecans now. I should start my own line of pecans because I peed on that tree. Um, pecans. Pecans. A Robs pecans.
3: Available now Relic Relicreon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he yes, he was in my little horror gig, and you guys helped. Thank you for you know all of that. Uh, Hell Circus is one, also one of my little favorites that I've done. I'm not shy when I say that my stuff is, I, I, I like a good bit of imperfection. I'm kind of a B-movie guy to begin with, and I'm not looking for perfection. But And when I watch what Johnny's done, I could never, ever, ever touch what he does behind the camera. I couldn't do that. There's no way. That's why I like to get to do both, because acting, you know, whatever I say in this movie, I damn sure ain't gonna remember saying it, because when I'm done, I purge that stuff. I got It's all into the next one for me. And you can't do that as a producer and director. Yeah, as a producer and director, you don't ever get to watch your thing for the first time. That sucks, because from the very start, you're it's, you're watching it every single day when it doesn't even exist. So I you know. never really see it.
3: At least as an editor, you get to see the footage for the first time.
1: Yeah, but then it gets old quickly. Boy. But see, here's the thing about Johnny Blaze. I'd like to, again, just throw him mad props, because Johnny sets it up. And so when those cameras are on, dude, I I don't know how he does it, but he's able to get everybody in the exact frequency. And most of what I did with him, my experience is like one and two takes. And that stuff is done. He's amazing like that. I mean, he just will walk us through it up to the very moment that it's, you know, we know what to do.
3: Yeah, I did the uh, edit for um, a team this year for the 48 hour. Yeah. And we shot in the one location. And I went back home and worked overnight on the edit. and Came back in the morning to do the final tweaks. And the lead actor had stayed over at the director's house. Yep. When I knocked on the door, he answered the door. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of looking at your face. Yes. He's like, what?
4: I editing
1: said, is kind of fun. But yeah, dude. And then, like, especially is another funny thing when you're editing is, like, if you don't hang out with that actor, you see them all the time and you know them. No matter when you see that person in person or in the internet, all you associate them is with that character and those lines. Probably, it's so weird. Like, I only see these people as what I edit them as. So it's really bizarre. So when I see them doing something different, like, wow, that's not how it's supposed to go.
3: (laughs) Barry is in our Hamlet. I had edited a movie or a short that he was in previously to that, and I had never met him before the day we shot, but I felt like I knew him already because I'd spent so much time. Which one was he? In Hamlet. He's, um, he's the other bald guy.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Beautiful piece of work, man.
3: He's the one that's going kind of
1: Beautiful piece of work. Incredible. Everybody in that was just Amazing. And such a poignant little thing. I can relate to every one of those little, you know, yeah, everything they that was said. I can relate
3: to. Larry, you're levity that makes the other stuff have more weight. Yeah. So you're saying I'm heavy? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that has to do with this.
1: <laughs> heavy can also be a good term if it's just H E V Y. I actually know a heavy up here in Pendleton, and heavy is uh, he's heavy. He's been around, and people respect heavy. And that's his name. And he was in my award-winning film, uh, Dead Men Don't Pock Often. he's the one that gets hit in the head and dies from a wooden box in the head. We killed him that way. But we made it up. We brought a comic book to life. Oh, and I didn't you know. have stairs. In the comic, They put the guy pushes him down the stairs. But I didn't want to risk all that with, with Heavy because you don't want to hurt Heavy in Pendleton because probably there's repercussions. So we just did a box to the head and it was perfect. But yeah, we brought the whole story out of a 1977 unexpected comic book to life. And then we won the Fairwinds Veteran Film Festival and we competed against some hard hitting, badass films. And everybody in that film were local, first time. I was the only one on the whole set that had ever been on a movie. Everybody was my friends, first timers.
3: That was awesome. That That was really cool. I did that once. Yeah? Once. (laughs) Once. Which one? Oh, the very first one, um, Happily Ever After. I don't think
1: I've seen that.
3: It's on the YouTube side. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'm
1: gonna have to look at it, yeah, okay. You know, one thing that inspired me to do film work early on, I was in, actually, Afghanistan when I first saw it, and I don't know who made it. I need to go back, because it was years ago, but I know it by heart, even to this day, and the last time I saw it was probably well over 10 years ago, but it's a short film called Validation. Have you ever seen that validation? And it's a parking validating guy who ends up helping people feel validated. And you have to watch it. It's just validation short film. The guy ended up, I think he was in like CSI. He's a red, he's got real curly white guy with curly red hair and a beard. And He ended up on all these shows. But that was his first like little gig was a short film called Validation. And it's a love story. It's so freaking sweet. It's a great little film. And when I saw that, I was like, you know, I could do something like this and then that's when I was still a young lieutenant in the army that's when I started thinking about it and then I acted in my first one as a lieutenant in the army about to get out and that one I think won some accolades that was with Indy that was uh, Karma was my first one that I acted in Uh, Richard Goldstein's Karma and that was with Indiana Sequentis and that's a terrific little short film I love shorts because you can do a lot uh, like a whole lot of different things I don't like just one thing really really sustained I like to mix it up short films allow you to do that
3: been a couple of months, but we had Indiana in here.
1: Well, mm. the guy. He's such a great, great friend. I have known him since I was back in the army in Texas, in El Paso, Texas.
3: Lynn and I were lucky enough to get invited over for one of his little barbecues.
1: He's a great cook. He all oh, he has his blue cheese burger. Just you tell me which family member to slap. If you give me one of Indy's blue cheese burgers, I will go slap them like a biatch for an Indy blue cheese burger.
2: Go ahead and slap yeah. them all.
1: I would, I would, but I need two for that. I'm re- we got to negotiate here. I'm not just going to give it up.
2: No. I don't know if it's that good. You might just want to slap the whole the whole clan. Yeah,
1: that's right. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Well, it is twelve oh six. Do we want to do? Oh, do you want to do the it's happy hour somewhere? Ding! Alright. But that's true all the time, you know. That's just... Not all the time. There's certain times of the day it's not happy hour somewhere.
3: No, because there's 24 time zones.
2: Ooh, it's a twist-off.
3: Ah, oh, I borrow a bottle opener and everything.
2: Aww!
3: Oh. I didn't think you had one.
2: I have a
3: couple. Not that I didn't sit there and watch you make one.
2: Uh, there's that, too. I don't know where that one is, though. <laughs> I know it's in the house somewhere.
3: It's in the junk drawer
2: might be. Oh shit.
3: What? When we talked about this, I said, you know, it's gonna be bad when we split it three ways. Um, Marissa left the building. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of hoping for. (laughs) Watching Marissa finish up the four pack and...
2: She would just giggle a lot, throw up. Hopefully outside though. Not on the carpet. So, oh. Hey. Hey, Gris. What'd you bring us today? I have Capriccio. I think that's how you pronounce it, Sangria. It's, uh, the one you've all heard about. It, uh, yeah, I guess. It's in a um, liter and a half bottles. They the come number, in four pack. The number one selling sangria of the Caribbean. In little letters of the Caribbean. Really? It says that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? In the Caribbean. But oh, We didn't have this on the ship. We were in the Caribbean. So they lied! All right, so, uh... It's 13.9% alcohol by volume. A, Which is why people are excited about it. Well, it's the same as a bottle of wine. That's why I don't understand why people are getting so hot about it. So, uh, it's made with premium grape wine and natural flavors. Made with pineapple. That is the first ingredient. Grape, lemon, pomegranate, pepper. I'm kidding. <laughs> Orange. Pear, apple, cherry, and lime juice from concentrate. Government warnings, blah, blah, blah. Contains sulfites, don't litter, help protect the environment. And it's apparently made in Auburndale, Florida. Oh. So, and it's shipped to the Caribbean. And it's shipped to the Caribbean. Same when. Anywhere. I have nothing to live for. And I'll just take more since I'm at home. <laughs>
3: I'll just down the rest of this because I said so.
2: I will. Put a cat back on it. Set it in the thing. All right. Let's give it a sniff. Smells like uh, smells Sangria. Like, smells like Yago Sangria to me.
3: Like Yago? You don't remember Yago Sangria? No. They still make it. It's not a package that looks a lot like that. No. But I, yeah, I probably do. I probably see it. Back in the 70s, it
2: had a Matador on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Mm. It's stronger than the Sangria. Yeah, it's more winy tasting. <laughs> I, don't want- <laughs> I don't want
0: to be mm. I, don't I don't want. Wanna, it, I want more I alcohol. I want to be
2: a
3: wine cooler.
2: <laughs> I got the seltzer, we could make this a
3: Sangria spritzer. If we could run this through a water filter and make it end of Zima. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: true. <laughs> It'd have to be that zero water filter though. That's out there. It's They like tout it better than Brita. It's got like seven bloody bloody blahs. Herbs and spices? No, no. It's got like seven <laughs> different kinds of filters or some kind of stupid crap. Here, we're going to pour this wine through this Brita water filter. They don't, of course, name it, but you know it's a Brita. And then we're going to pour it through this zero dick water filter. I'm sure they'll appreciate the free plug. <laughs> And the <laughs> the water filter, no from Air Products zero dick water filter so it comes through the Brita and you it's, don't like dick in your water <laughs> it's mostly it's mostly clear but it still has color and it goes to the other one it comes out completely colorless and I'm like oh cool then they take this pen and they stick it in there. they say see there's no there's zero dissolved solids I'm like that is great what about the alcohol well that technically isn't to dissolved solid. No, I'm saying. It's still in there. Oh yeah, more than likely. Yeah. They don't drink it
3: afterwards, they just... Well, I watched a YouTube video where the guy was trying to... I like he, he wants to be Mr. Wizard and he does all these science experiments. Especially so, like Dr. Sorcerer? Something like that. Dr. Loser! He was uh, doing a thing where he was trying to take the color out of Coca-Cola. He said, one method we can use. He pours bleach into it. like. Well, yeah, that'll take the color out. Yeah, and if somebody drinks it, then they'll die. The second thing he did was he put it through a water filter like seven times, and then he drank the result, and, uh, it like, it's like sweet water. Like, what, no, what well, yeah, that? it is like sweet water, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I left, I left my drum at home. Um, rim shot.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> So yes, I like it. I'll finish the other three bottles. I mean, I'll have to help with the red but
3: Turn the record session. I'll finish <laughs> you go get close.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's enough of that for you. <laughs> Leave my drink alone. <laughs> so yeah, I like it. I mean, I can see why. Gotta home. drown my sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> I see why everybody likes it. It's, it is a little more whiny than most sangria is because most sangria tastes more fruit juicy to me like bug juice almost but not as watery you
3: can definitely taste the alcohol in it mm-hmm what is it is it 13.9 no basically 14 percent. so basically 28 proof uh, give or take i mean it's not well depends on who you are i guess it's not knock you on your ass But what the problem is is that with it being wine like thing, people think they could drink more of it than
2: yeah, they don't they don't realize that that's fourteen percent per bottle. So in the state of Georgia, for beer, you're only allowed as high as fourteen percent. So this is as high as pretty much you can get. You're only allowed fourteen mm-hmm. uh, percent. I could see why it would surprise you. But then people are pouring it over ice mm-hmm. and uh, drinking an entire bottle by themselves. And honestly, something like this size, you should be splitting, just like a uh, a really good barley wine. If you're getting a 14, hell, if you're going out of the state and able to get bigger, then bring it back in. You really should share that with someone else. Unless you're an alcoholic, then fuck it. Go ahead. Fuck it. I'll go ahead. So there you go. Capriccio, if I'm saying it correctly, though if I'm not, that's kind of what I do. (laughs) Sangria, it's got a nice wrap to it on the bottle. It's got a bunch of fruits all over it. On a very dark background, a picture of the, and the pom- cap is in plays with
3: thirteen point nine. Yes, very it's, big,
2: and there is a lion. We can see their selling point, point. and then uh, get as drunk as the state will allow. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, this is a wine. You can actually go higher. You can. Yeah, it's only beer that can go fourteen percent. You can go nineteen, twenty percent on wines. But there's then what you kind of got a to...
3: weird law about since it's bottled in this this no, type no, of bottle. No, and... no,
2: same thing. It's it's because it's a wine. It doesn't matter the bottle or anything. Because mm-hmm. there's those cans of wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, You can get an eight ounce can of wine, which is an actual glass of wine. And those can be 15, 16%. percent uh, they there's the little tiny little cans. Yeah. They're so
3: cute. I oh, know, we did one on the
2: podcast. No, that's right. Yeah, we but did. you had too many and you don't remember. Yes, I, I drank them all. So, uh, And it was a case, too. Wasn't it? it was a case. It was a case or two. So, There we go. I my refrigerator. <laughs> Who am I? I can't feel my feet. I um, taste blue. <laughs> I can hear the number nine. Number nine. <laughs> See? Uh, so there we go. Alright, so cue whiny music. Um,
1: myself out of a job anyway i don't consider any of this stuff to be work in some regards it sometimes is very costly to do film work but uh this stuff is going to outlive us all guys we're creating airwaves and binary streams that will outlive us all and these movies will always be here and that's pretty doggone awesome to leave a legacy and to empower others to do the same that's huge because I feel like I've had people, you know, tell me in person and in the Internet that I've inspired them to do something and whatever it may be. But that's incredible. That feels amazing. And it's right. just to inspire.
3: I've had so, people inspired not to do what I do. I've inspired people to run away and join the circus.
1: I actually was supposed to shoot a documentary about circus makers and then I never heard back from them. But I would like to actually I want to do in 2019 a lot more documentary. I love documentary stuff. It's fun.
3: You've been working on a couple, haven't you?
1: I've already released a couple. I'm kind of moving towards the mini-doc sort of format, where you can watch it from your phone. It's just a couple of minutes, and it gets right to it. I like that a lot, especially if it's someone else telling their story. Uh, You can't fake that. You can't write their story. And Mm. I'm just humbled, oftentimes, to be sitting there listening to their story, let alone archiving.
3: So more stuff like Paul.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. I've done uh, a couple on some UFO-related matter, subject matter. I'm in, I'm really into paranormal and unexplained things, and I'm actually hoping one day I have a connection in Bosnia. And there's supposedly what many believe to be was once, for many many years, thought of as a mountain. There's believed to be a, a pyramid there in Bosnia, and I'm working on. Once I have the funds, uh, you guys know Samir uh, Mujic, he he would be able to come along and help us navigate but to actually go do kind of find out more about whatever this supposed pyramid in bosnia is i would love to do that i'm actually in contact with the science team that's handling the matter and they're receptive to it so it's literally a matter of dollars and you know i hate asking anyone for money on this stuff so it's that's the kind of thing Maybe one day like if I demonstrated enough of a what's going on with it, probably it's the kind of thing where I could just be like, hey, a couple of dollars and you're in for the whole adventure and I probably could do it but uh, that's the da- the only downfall with indie film is it's not like you're getting corporate sponsors whatsoever in well, fact you can- you're turning the soda cans around so you don't have that showing well, you know
3: crowdfund at least that way people are volunteering
1: yeah to exactly to give you money. right. But I, I try my very level best not to mix up money and film anyway. I, I hate it. I hate to even bring it up. Uh, but man, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate you guys. You know, let me uh, play today. That's that's really cool. It's pretty much as soon as we wrap up, I'm going to get my bus up and running and start heading that way. And maybe I'll figure out what to wear. I have no idea what I'm going to wear.
2: The Z Cavaricis. We've already gotten to that.
1: I probably would if I had some. I probably would. See, part of me would just wants to show up in C two condition which would be painty jeans and chucks and a dirty t-shirt but i probably shouldn't do that i, but I would say I, go for it I, that's how i've done the other ones but this is a big deal man this is a big deal i'm
3: just going to do the jeans and, and a collared shirt you know i,
1: I mean there may be jeans involved in a collared shirt This probably the where jeans,
3: not, not the painty jeans
1: though. now you guys came to my very first big project that i was a part of behind the camera which was test group and that was an incredible premiere night wow boy oh boy it was a long movie. That's a long one. But uh, every seat in that theater was filled. And that was that was really amazing.
3: That was over at the Aurora. That was That's a big
1: it cinema. Was. Yeah, that was a fancy little affair. Yeah, there's going to be some beautiful people today at Johnny's premiere. I'm excited.
3: I'll be happy to count myself among them.
1: Uh, well, yes, definitely. And <laughs> I want to also welcome back Larry and Marissa from your cruise. I'm so glad that um, you guys didn't hit any icebergs. I also want to... Send a, a, out on the whatever waves this is on. Linda, I love you lots. Linda came and saved my hide when I blew a tire. And so hopefully she doesn't have to do that today when point. I drive my bus to the premiere. You have yep.
2: things for tires, huh?
1: I do. And this one has six of them. I think the tires are good on this, though. Yeah. And I just picked up a pimpin' old-school town car. It's like a, it's like a Mamaw and papa, totally squared off. Looks like a Cadillac. Old school town car.
0: What's so, uh,
1: that? It's an 88 Lincoln Town car, and it's a copper. It's like a metallic copper. I've never seen that color. And mm-hmm. I was going to paint it, but I think I'm going to keep it. I, I kind of like the copper. It's sort of different.
2: We so. could put that in the movie. Oh, yeah. Heartbeat. Yeah. We yeah, want a yeah, sure totally. movie cool. in that. It's probably got <laughs> over the trunk. It's available once. Uh, feet.
1: i just got to get a tag on it, but I'm going to join that. There's a Facebook group for people who have cars, Yollywood Pictures. Yollywood movies, or it's Yollywood, Y apostrophe A L L Y W O O D. And if you join that group, and if you have a car that's unique, they'll send you casting calls where they want your car. And several uh, Misty that was in uh, Hell Circus, Misty Gibbs, she has a couple of fancy cars, and she she does that a lot. She'll take her whole Camaro and get paid to be on a set. You know, so they do that a lot when you have a car like that. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. In of the Atlanta area, yeah, mainly.
3: You could probably get the bus casting something.
1: It came up uh, the other day, and the bus is in the Indy Man. It does appear in the Indy Man, and it's also going to be in the Blind House, uh, which we just wrapped also. That's Atlanta Scoop Productions, Herman Goody directed. Yeah, the bus is getting around. It's fun, it's a neat little thing, but it's my house. I'm looking at it right now. And uh, you know, it's the quietest spot. I've done audio work for movies in here and I've edited, I got my full computer set up and I'm just ready to roll out to wherever I'm needed. It's fun.
3: Are You're in Tim's Cost of Living?
1: I am. I play Sergeant First Class Bill Franklin in Cost of Living. That one, interesting quick story. We were in the middle of a hot August day last year near Fort Benning. I forgot the name of the state park, but they they actually, we got it authorized to shoot there. And they had a ranger or park ranger with us the whole time. So we're doing the scene and it looked like Afghanistan, dude. I'm telling you what, that is crazy how much that looks like Afghanistan. It's nuts. And we're doing the scene where, and I'm like a special forces guy. And I've got a really nice, there's a weapon, a rifle called a SCAR. uh, Oh yeah, it's a a great gun. Yes, so I have this metal scar that's like functioning. It's an air gun, but it's functioning and it has recoil. Well, when they call action, I'm supposed to get hit and go down backwards, and then there's this creature. He's a famous guy, uh, Aaron Russo's in it. He's a gigantic dude, he's a Marine veteran. He was in uh, range 15 so aaron is supposed to drag me and do a medic you know drag to get me out of the fighting zone so when we rolled action that scar i'm looking you know in the zone i'm sitting here looking down the rifle and it's action and then i'm firing and then i get hit well i accidentally the butt of that scar hits above my eye and just dude and we hit the scene and it was a first take go there was fake blood on me already There was popping blood but then when we wrapped it was cut and then we got up I'm like, man, that was awesome. Everybody's looking at me and they're like, dude, are, are, are you bleeding? I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, that thing hit me, but I'm fine. And then I just touch it and it's just pouring open. And the thing is just like gashed open. And we're in the middle of the park and I was like, you know what? This looks awesome. Can we do it again? <laughs> you know, and so I went the rest of the day. I, I fixed it up when I got back to the bus, but it definitely there was some realism. And I have a scar from the scar. I have an actual, legit scar over my eye from that day, and so scar yes, scar. I am definitely in the cost of living. Yes.
3: I've seen that scene,
1: actually. Yeah, that was crazy. It was nuts. And it was a fun man, we literally did a ruck march into that shit. That was hardcore. And there's the audience, you know, the people were in the park watching it all, and we had Taliban and bad guys and all that. It was nuts. Just nuts. Indiana yeah, was in that, too. You can get it done. Tim, Tim Everett and Bravo Whiskey Charlie Films, again, badass. I only align myself with rock stars and he is among them. Yeah.
2: Means we're rock stars, Chris.
1: Roger that. Absolutely. Oh, You guys are. And so is achieving reality. I love it. I love to achieve reality. That's what what, I'm best at.
2: Now I got to figure out what rock star I
1: am. You're kind of like the, uh, I'd give you more like the uh, Peter Frampton. You're the rock star that nobody knows his album is the most selling album of all time and some people are like Peter Frampton well he's the major. yes Peter Frampton because he's a backdrop motherfucker he's Peter Frampton that's why yeah you're like that
2: well there you go apparently I'm Peter Frampton
1: I'm fixing to get my stylophone and do some voice do you feel like that too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: keep, keep that away
3: <laughs> or email it to us and we'll conclude it in the next episode <laughs> yeah
1: right <laughs> either some way for Interpretive bumper music.
3: When are we doing Bearded Brothers 2?
1: Uh, Bearded Brothers need to do another video. We can dance. We, we, put, we had to take a break because we got so much female reaction from it. We're a little apprehensive about doing another one. But probably I, we discussed it before and she's open to it. Kristen Tinsley is probably going to let us shoot one of her live sets, and then we'll bust out to a Bearded Bros dance in one of her live performances. That's kind of what I'm seeing for our next Bearded Bros. But you can look up Bearded Bros dance on Facebook and you'll see what we're talking about. It's pretty awesome. You got room in it for Larry? Absolutely. He has a beard. Let's rock. Soon. Yeah, I'm actually good with what that would be awesome. We're going to do something. have it wrapped
0: Soon in the next be month. great. Yeah,
3: they're so fun to edit. Well, let us know. We'll, we'll drag the gear up there.
1: Guys, I guess I'm going to figure out what I'm going to wear... And get out of your uh, all of your collective hairs, and I'll give you hugs when I see you there. All right. Achieve reality on a daily basis, because if you don't, then what are you doing?
2: Something That's less. what I said. Going yeah. through your dreams. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Hey, I love you guys, and thanks for doing this, and I'll share it once you tell me it's ready.
2: All right, we'll do that, man. We'll do I'll see you uh, this
1: sit, Make film. I'll uh, see you at the premiere, bros.
2: All right, take it easy, Albert. Right.
1: Out of here. Later.
2: Bye. Well there you go. There you go. I don't have to tell any stories or nothing today. That's like six openers right there. <laughs> or one long episode. Or one long episode. Or one medium length episode. Or one, anyway, yeah, yeah, with a top ten list thrown in or something.
3: Works for me. <laughs> less work for me. It's always good. Yeah, that's true. Harvey won't mind. No, no, not at all. You recorded on a phone? Sorry. <laughs>
2: so, so the Neil would do. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like something Klaus would do, but he'd literally be on the phone. He'd be FaceTiming. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hello! Well, maybe not FaceTiming. But. Well, yes. Video, video phone. Video conferencing. Video conferencing. Well, there you go, everybody. That was our wonderful friend and uh, my bearded brother, Albert Roberts. A jack of all trades, master of junk, and tiny bus driving. All right, so. uh... Q Albert music. Alright, there we are, another achieving reality in the bag. Hell we're both in the bag. After that Sangria. Hope you enjoyed that time with Albert. He's a great guy, always floating around, gives us a hundred thousand topics. Loved listening to him talk. He's a lot of fun. Way too much energy for me, but hey, you know, someone's got to have it since I don't. So, for Chris, myself, Marissa, and parentheses, Neil, Klaus, Tina, everybody else, Harvey, I'm Larry saying, keep your flaps down.
3: I think blue.
2: This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast has been brought to you by, well, us, (laughs) here at Achieving Reality, the podcast. Hey there, Achieving Reality, the podcast listeners. I know you've enjoyed us for the last five years. Well, I've got news for you. We're now available on Spotify. That's right, Spotify. Log on to your Spotify account, look at the menu bar along the top, and click on the podcast. Then search for Achieving Reality, the podcast. It's amazing. Now there's multiple ways to listen to my wackiness and Chris's snark. Achieving Reality, the podcast, now on Spotify. Go ahead, take a listen. I should write this
4: down. You should. <laughs>